Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with McLeod Balthazar Bethel Thompson. And Andy Rampernard. Andy, she's not going to let that go yet. Never. Apparently not. Never. She's never letting it go. It's going to be no. around for the rest of our life. I just had to bring it up one more time. <clears throat> uh-huh. Because it's just time. such a great name. you got to quite the name. Use it. McLeod is a first name. Yep. Okay, and I will say that Dan last night, I was like, okay, I came up with, I remembered this Vikings player's name, but I could only remember part of it. And he's like, don't say anything. Just say the scenario. And so I was describing, we were talking about Vikings players. And I was like, remember that it was it's like, and there's four parts to it. And it's so-and-so, something, something, so-and-so. And he was like, is it the Balthazar one? I was like, oh, <gasps> the Balthazar one. <laughs> See, there you go. Dan remembered. Go. I was like, is Andy's the, the only one? one who knew what I was talking about, yeah. which is wild. I only barely knew. Yeah. I, it was, I like, it was in my subconscious. That's I knew the same it. thing with me. It was, it was there. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rob. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. I have to ask you guys a youth question. Uh, Well, I don't know if we really qualify anymore, but compared to me, you do. Relatively speaking, I suppose. I'm a very deep millennial with Gen Alpha kids that are like into things. That's true. You know, know, I feel like I'm in the mix. I think youth usually means like 12 to 20, though. Yeah. I feel 20. Okay. Town. So I want to ask you guys, because you're in a different generation, because this is the spin I'm getting <clears> on the whole deal. Yee just keeps talking about Hitler. Jewish people forgive Hitler, rapper says in an interview with Proud Boys founder Gavin McGinnis. Now, the press is all over Kanye West, just beating him into the ground. And I have a question for you. 
it's obvious to me, maybe I'm the only one, it's obvious to that this, this man has emotional and mental difficulties. Yes. So to throw him under the bus and call him all these names, I, what's the difference between picking on a man who's mentally challenged against physically challenged? Uh, look, I know the guy is just puking out all this horrible stuff, and I don't understand why he, he's doing it. The only excuse I can come up with, and it's not an excuse, the reason that I would come up with that is the man has some severe emotional and mental problems. Well, he has bipolar disorder. Yeah, and he doesn't take his medication, correct? I doubt I it. I mean, who are we to know the ins and outs of That's Kanye's true. everyday life? Well, I know, but, but what is the difference between pounding on someone because their legs don't work than pounding on someone whose brain isn't working? Well, because your legs not working doesn't really affect anybody but you in a certain way. Like, I'm sure your family and loved ones, because they have to help you with certain things and whatever. But, like, you can't cause social media upset because your legs don't work. Why? It used to be the case. They used to call them cripples. Yeah, freak shows. Freak shows. This is is a modern-day freak show. A person being, like, a paraplegic, say. Yes. That... They, because they're paraplegic, doesn't cause a social media upset, just That's the fact that they're paraplegic. Not strictly true. But America used to have things called ugly laws. I'm saying right now. Well, but and no, no, no. what is the difference Andy, between what is the difference between an ugly law and saying that mentally ill people shouldn't be used, using social media? I'm not saying that he shouldn't be using but social media. But people are. Yes, I think it's just hard because he's Acting like a horrible human being in so many ways, but since he has mental health problems, you have to be like, oh, well, it's his mental health, but then at the same time, it's like the things you're saying are absolutely dreadful. So well, I don't know. People used to, I mean, it, you used to go to prison if you were out after dark, if you had like a deformity, because yes. you were, yeah. you were disturbing saying, the peace by offending people, by yep. being yeah. hideous in front I'm of them. I'm saying modern day. Yeah, this is the modern day version of an ugly law. God, You're yeah. offending me by having a broken brain. Yeah, but he's a, but it's like, it's so much more. Is it though? Aggressive. I don't think it is. Actually. I think it's very <clears throat> much more. I don't know. Aggressive. Women used to pass out when they saw an ugly person. They'd have to go to their fainting couch. Well, yeah, but just having somebody screaming in your face. But here's the well, thing: no, he, he's not screaming in my face because I haven't heard face, like, one yeah. word he has I said. No, that's See, the I thing. Haven't because yeah, that's I don't thing. go and look for it. The thing about it is, people are like, "Well, he's a celebrity, so he needs to be whatever." And it's like, no, just unfollow him. Like, yeah, I have exactly. no idea what Kanye West is up to, and nope. the only reason right. I hear anything right. is because it's in the news. I don't care if at people all. just unfollow him. And stop paying attention and stop talking about him, then it's my whole point. Problem solved. Yeah. Leave him alone. Mm-hmm. The man's nuts. Do you think I'm so, especially touchy about this because my father was schizophrenic? I mean, could maybe. Be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because back when he was schizophrenic, I was a little boy. He was an embarrassment. the The neighborhood would react to him. And in a very embarrassing way, he literally, why don't they put your dad in the nut house? I mean, why don't they just put him in prison or something? Well, and you have firsthand experience with somebody with a psychological exactly. disorder. So it's like yeah. you have trauma mm-hmm. from someone acting a certain way because of that. And that's what Kanye West doing. I don't know yeah. Kanye West. Never even talked to him. I'm not a fan. I couldn't name one song he's ever done. I got you no connection. Money. 
When I'm in need. Which isn't even a song he wrote, actually. Yeah, yeah, there well, you go. He only used the chorus was yeah, stolen I'm from. I'm saying a gold digger. Yep. Kanye West Unhinged Tour continues after bringing white supremacist Nick Fuentes to meet for, with former President Donald Trump. And by the way, it says President Equal Trump. Equal That's, Trump? It says President Equal Trump. Why was it? it? It's the equal symbol. Why would they do the double dash? That, that's weird. That's that maybe sounds a typo. like it's a transcription error. Yeah, yeah. Something, error. Weird. Yeah, right. yeah. something like that. Followed by an appearance on Conspiracy Theorist Alex Jones' show in which West proclaimed, I like Hitler and I love Nazis. The 45-year-old. Now, again, if you say I like Hitler, you should be taken to the hospital immediately. Don't you think? I mean, <clears throat> I have heard the transcript of this because I didn't care to watch it right who the hell cares, I didn't really but i mean what he was saying was he loves he said he loves nazis and he loves jewish people he's trying to say that he loves everyone equally yeah yes. but he's saying it in a really stupid way disturbed manner yes yes, yes. He, he's yes he's talking like someone who is in a manic episode who can't organize their thoughts correctly yes but, of course, the news is only going to report on certain little sound bites that make him sound extra evil because that's the narrative right now. Well, and that's a really common, I think, thing for people in a manic state. Yeah, it's called I, disorganized thinking. One of my – well, just like the I love everyone thing. Like my – one of my closest friends has a brother with bipolar disorder. Yeah. And he got diagnosed, I want to say, five years ago maybe. Um and whenever he was in his manic states before he was medicated, it was just like, everyone loves everyone, mm -hmm. and all things are equal, and we all just thing, need yeah. to, you know, like... Peace and love. Yeah, yeah, like he would call my friend middle of the night and be like, I have to tell you about this groundbreaking idea that I love all the people, like kind of thing. Yep. So that seems to just be... Yeah. Yeah, they all think that they've like yeah. invented the uh, you know universal yeah, love doctrine. Yes. He told McGinnis that he believes Jewish people control the majority of the media as well as malls, banks, and real estate, and that Jews should work for Christians. I didn't say why. Look, the man is not thinking clearly. I am not pitying him in any way. I'm not defending him in any way. I'm just saying, get this man some help. He's nuts. Which I think he's probably received help, but yeah, the maybe problem is if he doesn't want, want to take his drugs, then he can't, yeah, true. You know, but he can't do anything about that. I think people need to stop paying attention to him. Absolutely. Because you, if you are a person that is paying attention to him and allowing him on TV, and I know. like if you're giving him a platform to say these things you are the problem mm -hmm. because you are i mean i think they're why can't, I, why can't i think of the word kind of manipulating a mentally ill person yes they absolutely yes, are that's exactly what they're I'm using him about. for sound bites that they can yes. use to attack republicans yes to draw your attention mm -hmm. yep. there's no doubt about it look yeah. i don't know anything about kanye west i remember he got married to some star or something Kim Kardashian. i don't know one song he's ever done i've never talked to him i've never met him he just appears to me because i've had experience in that area to be severely mentally ill and he needs to be helped and taken care of but that's the thing he might be helped and taken care of but he if you don't take your meds you can't nope well, well then stop inviting him I yeah, would not people, invite him yes. on this show. Would you invite him on this show? I wouldn't invite him anywhere near me. Well, that's the thing is people are inviting him onto their show yes. because they know it's free free yep. views, free money. Yeah, and like 
taking advantage of a bipolar person that won't yeah. medicate is that's He's a horrible. Spectacle. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. It's as bad as it gets. So I, look, I, I want to be very clear. I'm not defending anything he said. That's not at all what I'm doing. I'm just saying this man needs help. Somebody get off your ass instead of making money off his psychosis. Help the man. He's got to have somebody around there to help him, right? Well, you can get all the help in the world, but if you don't... I know, but if you're not thinking clearly, you can't just throw that out there and say that's just how it is. He's, he doesn't want help. Yes, he does. He doesn't even know he wants help, but he wants help. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to live in this state. I wouldn't think so. Jesus. A lot of manic people... Well, that's the thing is... Being manic for a while feels good. It feel, it's yeah, like a high. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I feel so good. Why should I take these meds? The yep. problem is eventually he's going to crash. Yep. Well, in a lot of um, medication for psychological oh, disorders make you feel, and you just feel kind of like numb. Zombie, yeah. When you're used to feeling like incredibly awesome or horrible. Yep. And then you're just kind of like. You just don't feel really a whole lot. There. Like my friend whose brother has bipolar disorder he used to be like extremely athletic and like really smart and talkative and now he's just kind of like he's medicated so he doesn't have manic episodes anymore yeah. but he Good. just kind of like a middle of the road like he does he doesn't do the sports he used to do anymore he has like a job that he doesn't like but he's like it's a job you know i don't know it's hard it is very difficult, but I'm just saying it's just, you know, your mother and I sit around the house and we see these scenes on television, and she's known me for over 40 years now. She goes, that's so funny. All the stuff that you've experienced in your life keeps appearing in these movies, you know, TV shows, movies, whatever, uh, like a guy was going to hang himself. Well, when I was a little boy, I was up in the attic, and I hid behind some boxes because I heard somebody coming. And for a while, I watched my father try to talk himself into hanging himself. He's trying to talk himself into hanging <clears throat> himself? Yes, he never did. That's what I mean by he's trying to talk himself into it. He put the rope up, he put the noose up in a whole deal, and he stood on a milk crate. Jeez. But he never did hang himself. But I watched the whole thing, and I, as a seven-year-old, I'm like, what the hell is this all about? Yikes. So maybe I'm transferring that over to somebody like Kanye West. It, See, to me, it's very obvious this man needs a lot of help, yeah. and somebody, instead of making money off him, should help him. I know, and it's so frustrating because it's like then you see all these celebrities being like, you know, hashtag I stand with Jews and stuff like that yeah, because of what the things I that know. Kanye says. And it's like, yes stand with Jews, but, like, this man makes no sense. And he it would be like if somebody famous went on social media and just started – you know, like shouting about a box of Kleenex and how it's going to take over the world. Yeah. And then everybody would be like trying to respond and have a hashtag about this person and yep. their Kleenex box world domination. Well, yeah, most people just are like, just using him as yeah. a way to look good, yes. like a good person in a relative sense. Yes. Which is extremely pathetic, using a mentally ill person yep. to make yourself look better. That's what I'm saying. Anyone who has joined in on this fury of, you know, like he's evil, but I gotta, you know, gotta tell everyone how I stand with everyone and I'm so such a good person, they're all awful people. Every I last agree. one of them. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, because it's like, it, again, it's drawing more attention to him and his behavior. Yeah, exactly right. And by the way, 
If you have to say things like, I stand with the Jews, you don't really stand with the exactly. Jews. Exactly. It's like when people have those, you know, in this house, we believe yeah. love is love, et cetera, yeah, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. It's, you know, nothing makes me think that you're more of a horrible person than going <laughs> yeah. out uh, yeah. of your way to let me know what a great and That's wonderful exactly person. Right. It's like, I liken it to, so let's say you're going to someone's house and on their door, there's a sign that says, I am not a pedophile. Uh-oh. Yeah. Why yeah, would like, you think they would put that up yes, there? Yes, I know. What reason yep. do you have to let everyone know that you're not a pedophile? Yeah. Yep. And that's exactly what I think of when I see those kinds of signs. I mean, not Couldn't uh, agree more. Not necessarily a pedophile, but, you know, if someone's like, oh, I, I think hate is a bad thing. Well, I mean, we all think hate is a bad thing, but we don't feel the need to say it. Yeah. yeah, I just I want to be very clear that I'm not in any way defending what Kanye was doing. I'm saying it's a sign that this man, his brain is begging for help, even if he doesn't know it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. It, deep down, a lot of manic people do know that something is wrong. Yeah, you would think which so. Which is one reason they behave so strangely. Yeah. But... They also don't want to, like I said, stop that manic episode because they're like, oh, well, then I'm going to feel bad again or I'm going to feel nothing and I don't want to do that. So I'm yeah. just going to ride this and make it work. It's like an alcoholic, you know. The more someone drinks, the more they want to drink. Yeah, that's right. And then eventually they get past the point where it's become a very bad idea. And yeah. then, you know, they either get blackout drunk or they get sick and then things go very wrong. Is Timmy Crack Corn available yet? No, I don't know where what he is. What the hell, Lammers? You disaster. He's already five you minutes late. disaster. Yeah. Maybe he's not showing up today. I don't know. Tim Lammers is a disaster. Well, that's I'm all here. I'm saying. Yes, that's true. That's all, I'm, I that's all I have to tell you. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, look, it's particularly this time of the year to come out and, and keep publishing these articles about the psychotic stuff that Kanye was just saying. Would you just... Stop trying to make money off of people's mental illness, their skin color, their religion, their their anything that people do. It's a big money maker for these people. They it, they make a lot of money by pretending to care. Yeah, people just need to stop talking about him. Mm, I agree. Just let him do what he's not. Let him do what he's do gonna do. You know, no. like that's not obviously no. he shouldn't be saying the things that he's saying. But it's right. like people need to stop giving attention to this man that's in a very delicate state somebody step up that's all i'm saying look he showed signs of mental illness when he married that kardashian didn't that he is true well, well he's always kind of i don't know all those people are so wildly dysfunctional yeah they sure are <clears throat> he's always surrounded himself with dysfunction yeah i've never right. thought he was a very smart man no he's not smart at all yeah so i don't know i've never had any interest in anything he has to say or do yeah, like I said, I couldn't even tell you one song he's ever done. I've I've never even heard one. Yeah, of his I know songs. the Gold Digger one. You definitely one. have heard. Like, oh, have I? I was it uh, Unchained Number it. Two or whatever the hell it's called? What? The after that, I'm gonna buy you a drink. Oh my gosh! What the hell was that? <laughs> and now we 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 already came up with Baltazar. Now we got this one. Something on the sink. Yep. Let's see. After that, buy you something to drink. What is the song called? We're going to make love on the sink. After yeah. that, I'll buy you something to drink or oh something like God. that. God, that's like, really working hard for a rhyme. I know. It's a, it it's, was the worst song I've ever heard. Bound 2. Bound 
Owned too. Yes, Kanye West. Like Kanye West. It was oh, like no it was parodied on SNL, and there's like this because the it's, there's like the a ridiculous music like video. Ins- yeah, that was like kind of the beginning of. Is Kanye okay? Well, that was 2013. That was nine years ago. Yeah. So he's been. It's been yeah. a while. I mean, yeah. I just like I said, that stuff makes me sad, and I just wish people would. Uh, let's not take sides. Let's try helping someone. What do you say? Just a thought. Good news here. Nurses reach deals at most Twin Cities and Duluth hospitals. I'm glad to hear that for the nurses and the hospitals, obviously, because we need uh, your help. There's no question about that. But I'm glad uh, it says at most Twin Cities and Duluth hospitals. And not all of them yet, but most of them have. So that's at least it's a a big, big start. So that's good. right? Tim has joined us. Timmy Crack Corn and I don't care. Heard you talking about Kanye Twitty. Yep. Yeah, Kanye I just Kanye Twitter. Kanye Twitter. That is a good one. There you go. Kanye Twitter. No, we're just talking about Tim about the fact that look, I I couldn't name one song he's ever done. I've never I don't watch his interviews. I don't know anything about him. But this man is obviously mentally ill and he needs our help, not people scorning him on social media. Well, that's kind of the way things work, though, don't they? It is, they? absolutely. Help the man, for God's sake. He's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about a guy that has just taken everything that he's ever earned and just totally pissed it away. By, yeah. And he just won't let up. No, he will. And, and you he know, won't. the other yep. thing is, and we've talked about this before, yes, he has enablers, but the enablers aren't going to get anything if no. he's out of money. No. Okay. So at what point does somebody step and step up and say, you know what? You got to dial it back, man. You got to start apologizing. You got to do whatever you need to, to save what little that you have left. And that, that to me is the most amazing thing you would think in at some point, And maybe they figure, you know what? The damage is, we can't, we can't repair this one. We can't do it. Yeah. And they just say, screw it. Let it go. I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, if I saw a friend in crisis, <laughs> I would have stepped in a long, long time ago. Yeah, doesn't he and have not any, be a yes person? Doesn't he have any friends? Is everybody just an ass kisser trying to make money? How do you step in specifically? I'll grab him by the. I'll, you want me to fly out? I'll do it. I'll go out and grab him and go. You and I are going to the hospital, pal. Not yeah, but yeah. you can't legally do that. You can't, you can't admit care. someone against their will. I don't care. Well, then you go to prison and he still doesn't have help. Hey, then I get free meals for a while. That's true. Free housing, free meals. <laughs> free housing, if, free if you meals. have somebody that is mentally ill living in your home, you cannot legally kick them out. Nope. My dad kicked himself out, so that was well, good. There you go. Yeah, I have a friend who has a sister that's very mentally unwell, and her parents are like, we can't kick her out of our house. What can they? What can they do? The, they would have to go to court and yep. file for... A lot of money, a lot of time. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, like, it's easier. It's horrible, but it's easier to just have her here, I guess. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to spend thousands of dollars going to court trying to get our daughter out of our home. Yeah, I know. but And you don't want to really get her out of your home. You want her to get better somehow. Go to treatment or whatever you need to do. And by treatment, I mean health care as well. That's I'm talking about all of it, right? Yeah. Well, I wonder if my voice will ever come back. You think it's ever going to happen? Probably at some point. Well, you know what? Somebody needs to step in and, 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 and uh, instead of being an enabler, Tom, and say, you got to stop using your voice for a week, damn it. Yes, I'm going to have to do that from, <laughs> from the 23rd of December on. That's yeah. what I'll do. There you go. Plenty of rest. 
God, it was so funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I get it, though, man. It, it's got to be tough. I mean, you, yeah, you still don't quite sound like you're there yet, you know, and that you're back. Well, I've been sick for two weeks now, for God's sake. I'm nowhere near as sick as I was, but I still don't feel great. So do you say, is it a cold or was it the flu or what, what the hell? A doctor told me that I probably started off having a head cold and then it did turn into COVID. Then he tested me and I tested negative. He said, I know it says negative, but you did have COVID. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> so for the second time. And now I don't know what the hell I have. I, just the remnants of both, probably. Remnants. But it's funny because Tony Lee's sick. Candace is sick. I'm sick. Everybody on the morning show but Brian is sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and as far as the COVID thing is concerned, I mean, you know, it just keeps morphing and mutating into different strains and all that sort of stuff. So the COVID that you had before might not be the COVID that you just had, you know? No, you're absolutely right. You just can't, you can't um, predict what it's going to do. I, I know that, I mean, I... I did get the, the, the booster that supposedly covers the yeah. Omicron, but yeah. I'm still playing it safe. I'm starting to wear masks in department stores again. Oh, Whether really? people want to believe it or not, I mean, look, I, I'm me. I'm going to make my decision to do it because I can't afford – who can't afford to get sick? But no, I don't right. want to get sick. You uh, are so correct, yeah. sir. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. <laughs> we better not ad-lib. All right, we won't ad-lib. Never mind. People will... Well, well, you're not me. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, you know, right. we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying is, like, could we just, instead of trying to make money off of a sick man, somebody, would you get him some help, please? That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, really. And this isn't to say that we're um, backing up the things he said. No, not at all. That is not the case. But, again, everybody knows, I shouldn't say that, but, you know, it's pretty evident. It's been evident for quite some time that this guy is unwell. Well, and, he... and in different degrees. I mean, yeah. now he is completely around the bend. Yes, he is. But he's always done some crazy things. Well, um, but Jesus, this, you know, talk about I, I, it, the, the floodgates are flung wide open with this guy now. I do remember, and Andy, maybe you want to check this, but I think it's accurate that many, many years ago when he was much younger, his mother went in for breast implants and died. 
And I remember yeah. he took that very, very hard. This mm-hmm. might have been where this whole thing started. Dondo Could West. Be. So did she really Let's die from breast implant, breast implant surgery? Um, multiple well, like, post-operative factors from cosmetic you, surgery. She got like go. she was getting like breast implants and I think liposuction or something yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, and it killed her. And I remember how hard he took that, and he went off the deep end right after that. And he's gotten worse. Yeah, that was 2007. Yeah, so there you go. It's 15 years ago. It tripped the trigger. You know, yeah, it did. There's it, no question. It's just one of those things where he, you know, some people when they say you snap, you know, most people associated with instant psychotic behavior but maybe this just tripped it and yep and again the trickle the trickle was coming out of out of the dam and now all of a sudden it burst it burst man segue with a little humor here i just pictured in my mind my mother toots going in for cosmetic surgery Mm. that's the most (laughs) laughable thing i've ever heard in my life i don't think that ever happened toots was not a cosmetic surgery type of person there's no doubt about it she wasn't a <laughs> Go to a doctor type person. No, no, that's she's not big on that. But as far as uh, yeah, yeah, I heard you talking about. Well, do you know anything that he's done? I honestly, maybe I have heard it, and I didn't know it was him. I but I really have not actively sought out any of no. his stuff. I don't know anything you know, about it. My my favorite performance of his, quote unquote, performance was on South Park when he was telling everybody he was a genius. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> Kanye likes fish sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kanye likes fish sticks. That's what he said. No, no, no. That there was a joke about Kanye liking fish sticks, but people misinterpreted it as fish dicks. Oh well, yeah. They'd say, oh god. Well, they'd, they'd say, "Do you like fish sticks?" And he'd say, "Yeah." And then they'd say, "Well, then you're a gay fish." But the, then the whole bit Kanye was, was going crazy because he didn't. He couldn't get the joke. Yeah, he didn't understand why that would make him a gay fish. So he just kept on, you know, he, he kidnapped Carlos Mencia to f- make him force him to explain the joke. And he was like, come on, man, just get it. Just get it. And eventually he just decided, oh, you know what? I am a gay fish. So he dressed up as a fish and went into the ocean. He so, did? So, I mean, in South Park. In South Park, in South yeah. Park. But, yeah. So, I mean, like, that kind of thing is obviously parodying his, you know, scatterbrainedness. And that was a long time ago. So long I mean, time ago, that was a, yeah. how, When was that? South Park gay fish. Let's see here. South Park gay fish. Why would a fish be gay anyway, by the way? Oh, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm trying to figure that everything out. Everything can be gay. I don't think a fish is really capable of that kind of level of thought. Well, that's yeah. what I don't think they're heterosexual but he was, or homosexual. He was breaking down words and stuff in, in the uh, episode, and he had like a... <laughs> A whiteboard up there with markers and yep. he'd put out Kanye equals genius. genius yeah. <laughs> well, back then, everyone was calling him a genius. That's the word they all used, genius. Oh, genius, yeah. Uh, this was 2009, Jesus. so yeah. Man. So it's, yeah, it's been a while since he's had a reputation as someone who doesn't really uh, understand what's going I feel, on. I just feel bad for the man, that's all I'm saying. I just really do. It, it just, I know he sounds like a complete hateful puke but it's mental illness that's it's 100 percent meant he cannot think straight well what what was the thing with twitter he he was wearing a star of david necklace with a nazi symbol in the middle of it, it? was a star of david with a swastika yeah. inside of it yeah 
Oh, my God. I mean, again, where is – is there a manager? Is there somebody that said, you, you know what? You are committing careers. You've already com- committed career suicide. Yeah. But this is this is the death knell right here. This is a nail in the coffin. I agree. And he did it, and nobody stopped him. You know, it's and that's true. not to say he, he, he you know, you know, I, again, yeah, I'm just baffled. I'm baffled how nobody wants to step in to, to put a stop to this madness. It is madness. It, it really is. is. Mad. There's no question it is. And, and we could probably close with the fact that people right now have an edge to them that I have never witnessed before. I've seen individuals like this, but entire po- populations of some states cannot wait to tell people how much they hate them. My God, what is that? Well, you know, I keep hearing about, well, the pandemic is responsible for this and the isolation and all that sort of stuff. I mean, look, (laughs) and I think you're the same way, Tom. I mean, you're just happy being isolated anyway. Yes. (laughs) You know, so I I mean, I work I've, I've worked at home for the last 11, 12 years. So when the pandemic came around and, and everything was closed down and you know what? It was just another day at the office for me. I'd get up out of bed. I would go to my office or whatever, go work in the living room, whatever. It wasn't a big deal to me. So I didn't have that problem with isolationism that a lot of people did. Um, so maybe, again, there is some truth to that argument about how being isolated you know, for a long time like that really did change the mindset of things. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Now, for a little entertainment news, i got to tell yeah. you, if you've been watching Tulsa King and you watched the first three episodes, but you haven't seen the fourth episode yet, uh, the changes are a-coming. <laughs> Let me warn you about that. Episode four is not very funny. Let me put it no, that way. No, it's not. Oh, although there were two lines in there yes. that I couldn't, re- couldn't wait to repeat to you. Yep. Uh, the one was where Tyson's father, Tyson is the guy that drives for... Uh, Dwight, who is yes. played by Sylvester Stallone, and his dad uh, follows him, and he goes because they're going to go do uh, recover some money and some property from yep. somebody. Yep. And he goes, "You follow me here?" He says, "No, I set my GPS to dumb mother effort." <laughs> <laughs> I love his father, by the way. He's a great father. Yeah, apparently he's in other uh, Taylor Sheridan shows. Um, oh, there's a shock! Man, that guy's yeah, got it together. Yeah, he does. And then, of course, the other one was Bad Face was there. Yeah. And he says, uh, since I don't have any friends, I appreciate He's saying this too slow. And he says, uh, since I don't have any friends, I appreciate you inviting me to this beatdown. <laughs> <laughs> that was phenomenal. That is a yeah. hell of a good show. That show was really terrific. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, obviously, I don't know if you stick around and they give you like a 30-second preview for the next episode. That looks like some more harrowing stuff on the way. Yeah. Yes, so, you yep, know, yep. it's going to, it's, it's slightly losing its comedic edge. But oh, it's still, yeah. It was still funny. I it mean, was. there's some funny stuff in there, but yeah, I, I, I hope it doesn't lose its sense of humor. That would suck. But again, I, I mentioned on KQ last weekend or week uh, that it is coming back for season two. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's great news after. And that was announced before episode four aired. So they decided right away that, hey, man, this is this is coming back. Now, I didn't hear the same for quite some time for Mayor of Kingstown. Right. But that is indeed coming back for a second season as well. Another great but again, show. It's, yeah. And I didn't hear that till well after the first season. So for them to announce this one this quickly, that's great news.
So they know yep. they know they got something special with these first ten episodes. Well, enough to say, yeah, we got to do more of this. I'll be watching every weekend. It comes out at two o'clock in the morning on Sunday, so it's a great Sunday night, Monday night uh, show to watch. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Melissa and I watched Disenchanted. Oh, how was that? It was pretty good. I didn't realize it was out. I'm excited. Yeah, about it's on it. Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's as good as the, the original. I mean, the no, original is terrific. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I I love everybody in it. I mean, they got pretty much the entire cast from the first one, with the exception of Susan Sarandon. But they do have oh, yeah. instead Maya Rudolph and the and daughters are different now too. Yeah, the daughter. Although uh, it was pointed out to me, yeah, she has a cameo role. Does, yeah, she does have a cameo, which yep. is kind of fun. But uh, yeah, there's a my- scene where this. Uh, so the main character, I don't know any of the characters' names, but the you know girl. Uh, she takes the wand, and then someone in the crowd says, like, something, 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 milady. That's the daughter from the original movie. Yeah, yeah. And you wonder, why didn't they just use the original daughter? I don't know. Our I, guess I, is because she can't sing. Ooh. Because every role ooh. is a singing role in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. And she didn't sing in the original movie, I don't think. No, she's a little kid. Yeah, she was like six years old or something. So, yeah, yeah, she, probably yeah. Just, she probably just grew up, realized she can't sing, and then that was that. Oh, this will mean nothing to Andy and Alex, but Tim and I, Tim, you'll probably understand this. Anybody can sing in a movie after William Frawley sang Silver Bells in a Bob Hope movie. <laughs> Did you ever see that? I, if I can't remember. Which film was that? Was it um, Holiday Inn or something? No, nah, it was one of the holiday movies, yeah. He, yeah, we he just watched White Christmas, and I don't oh, love recall it. that one in there. Love, but no. William Frawley, he's a guy who talked like this uh, every time he talked like So literally when he sings, he goes, Silver Bells, Silver Bells. It's just well, that, horrible. Not Fred Mertz, is it? Fred Mertz, that's exactly who it is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Oh. Silver Bells by, by William Frawley oh, <laughs> in a Bob Hope movie. Uh, I think I might have found it. Oh, the song? Ooh. It's apparently from the there Lemon Drop Kid. Lemon Drop Kid! It's exactly... There you yep, go. There it is, Christmas time. Let's see. Here. You're going to love this. Tim, you're going to love this. Uh-huh. Alex? Silver Bells, <laughs> let's put some doll in the kitty. <laughs> what on <laughs> earth? In or Sandy will give you a Mickey. <laughs> wow. He is not a good singer. No, he's not a is good singer. Is he trying singer. to be Jimmy Durante? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, is that like a... Frosty the Snowman. Was a jolly happy soul. I love that stuff. I loved William Frawley. Fred Mertz, he starts out, and the guy with anything he was in, he was terrific. Was he better or worse than Lee Marvin singing? Lee Marvin was a hub. Oh, the, I was born. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just terrible. You got that one too. Born under a wandering star. Wandering star, yeah. Let's see. I might be That's able to find it. Paint your wagon, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. <laughs> gonna paint a wagon. Gonna paint it good. Well, Clint Eastwood sang in Paint Your Wagon, too. Yeah, he did. He? Yeah, apparently was... he was okay. Not I don't know. Good, Clint, but... Clint is a. Uh, an accomplished musician. I mean, the guy com- has composed scores to his own movies. That's, I mean, yeah. it, it's hard to believe, but it's true. I mean, he plays piano and all that. Yeah, I mean, he's... But, you know, again, you can be a musician, but 
you, that doesn't mean you're going to be a great singer. So, you know, but yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the interesting thing about Eastwood. So, Hey, I have to ask, have you brought up Kirstie Alley yet here? In, on oh, Colombia? very sad. That. that was a shocker. Yeah, I, I agree Wasn't with you 100%. Oh, I loved her. Well, she was 71, apparently. She had yeah. cancer. Yeah, she very. died of some sort of cancer. But I had no idea she was that old. I well, thought she I mean, was only like 10 in, years older than me. No, she was in Cheers. That's true. <laughs> yeah, she's my age. Yeah. That, you know, I, I think that's her. why it hit people yeah. so hard because, you know, Whenever you did see her, I mean, she's very full of life. She's, yep. all, you know, it never really seemed to age that much. I, I just. Well, yeah, that's the thing. She always looked fairly young. So yeah. I guess I never knew how old she was. Yeah. Yeah. She was uh, so, born 51. Whatever the case may be. And now they're not, maybe I haven't read anything today, but maybe more will be revealed. But apparently whatever cancer she did have was in its late stages already. And yep. It was fairly recent and. And you know she, she had colon it, cancer apparently. Oh yeah. Oh really? Wow. <clears throat> so you can't feel that at all, can you? It depends. No. Sometimes it has symptoms and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. you just couldn't feel anything in your it, colon. Well, you don't feel it really, but there are <clears throat> signs. Okay. Signs, yeah, yeah. And I will say, I mean, I was a dumbass and I waited way too long, but I did finally get a colonoscopy last summer. Yeah, you got to get go. those. Yeah, I mean, because my dad actually had it and had an operation. He didn't do chemo or anything. He, he, I'm trying to think if he was in his 70s when he got it. But, uh, you know, that wasn't what killed him. But, um, you know, it was far enough along where he had to get a, a colostomy bag and all that stuff. Yeah, so. they had to cut it. They had to resect his colon. But the fact that right, he didn't right. have to get chemo means it was probably stage one. So he was lucky yeah. to catch it that early. Yeah, and and again to, to um, and, and again, yeah, I, you know, he didn't really guess until there were signs, and I don't want to describe those signs, but you can about imagine. I know I mean, what sign you're talking about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you know the fact that I have it in my family, but my wife, you know, went in and she says, "Well, I'm getting mine done." It's like, you know what? Quit screwing around. So I, I did. Everything's fine. Yeah. That was that was in July, but again, you know, you keep. Hearing from everybody, it's it's uh, if you catch it early, man, it's it's yeah, not it's, that you know, big of a deal. Cured, yeah, it's not a big deal, but you know, it's it's sad that you know, apparently Kirstie Alley didn't get it or didn't catch it till the later stages. Yeah, but uh, oh, what a what a tragedy, man. We were we're losing a lot of. It, are we in that little phase again where it's the Kim and Three sort of thing? You know, you got the Christine McVie and. Kirstie Alley and uh, I mean it's just like the average age of a, well if you think about it Hollywood as we know it probably started in what like the 40s maybe the 50s uh -huh. I mean like you know as we know it you know the uh, not silent films you know when, the when they, age. they had movie stars that everyone knew so I mean in the 50s were 70 years ago so the average age of an actor is just going to get higher and higher or rather, there's going to be more and more older actors. Yeah. Because every year, you get a new crop of, you know, the cool new thing, and then they're forgotten about, and then the next year, you get the new crop. But the old ones are still around, and they're getting older and older. So, I mean, can you imagine 70 years from now how many celebrity death stories there's going to be in a given week? Oh, God. Because, there's, like, all, all these YouTube influencers and stuff, there's 10 million of them. 
they're going to be dropping like flies once they reach their 90s. And people mm-hmm. are going to be like, oh, I remember that one. I remember that one. Yeah. And, you know, to me, the, the, the thing that hit me hard with, with Christine McVie was the fact that we're going to have to get used to the fact that someday there are only going to be Fleetwood Mac tribute bands. Or yep. There are only going to be led zeppelin tribute mm-hmm. bands and that sucks that's true <laughs> you know well, i mean led zeppelin's already most of those bands are getting old enough that they really can't play their old music anymore yeah. not at least not as well as they used to well and zeppelin as far as that's concerned they did the one-off concert for ahmed erdogan where they had jason bonham play drums and and so officially the band Apart from that, and apart from Live Aid, and I didn't really realize this till I watched Bohemian Rhapsody, Led Zeppelin got together for Live Aid, but they were so terrible mm-hmm. that they insisted that the recording, oh. any recordings be deleted <laughs> yep. and, oh, and purged from memory. Whoops. So they, there was a Live Aid DVD, like a three or four DVD set, and Led Zeppelin was nowhere to be found. So... They did that, and then they did the Ahmed Erdogan thing, which really does kick ass. I mean, you can find stuff on oh, yeah? YouTube um, playing cashmere and stuff. It's just, it's amazing. It's ama- it, It's like Zeppelin. Um, but that was it. I mean, Paige and Plan have done stuff, but, and then Paige is, I mean, Robert Plan is more like into bluegrass stuff. Uh, who Who is uh, Alison Krauss? Yeah. yeah. Alison yes. Krauss have yep. done a couple albums. So. Yes, sir. But, but there are other bands. You may think about the Stones. <laughs> you know, oh, again, got to be getting up the there. The point is going to come where you will not be able to see the stones anymore. Now, Tommy, have you seen the stones or, or Alex oh, yeah. or, or <clears throat> Andy? I'm aware of them. That? <laughs> You're aware. Well, I mean, I'm Mick aware Jagger's going to be turning 80 in a few months. Yeah, he is. So, Absolutely. yeah, he's, yeah. And apparently he's still jumping Jack Flash on he the stage. Apparently is, Dude, but jump, dude's in shape, man. At a certain point, you know, you break the wrong bone or you get arthritis, and that's that. Nothing can I, you can do about it. Can I make an observance about what you guys are talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, after what I've been through the last 24 months, 25 months it is now, losing 27 people that I knew, some of them very close friends, some of them relatives. Little advice from Uncle Tommy. Watch how much you drink, and mm-hmm. do not ever think about smoking cigarettes. Yep. Don't even think of it. It killed so many of my friends, I can't even tell you. Yep. But the booze, and you can drink, but getting lit up all the time is yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, drinking too much. You gotta, if you have liver cirrhosis, you have to stop, like right now. Oh, God, yeah. Because that's what happens. That's a lot of alcohol. You technically don't have to drink all that much to reach cirrhosis. You just have to drink for a very long time. Oh, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. If you drink, you know, so your liver can regenerate. It can heal itself like any other organ. It's just especially good at healing itself. But as long as your drinking is enough that you trend toward inflammation and scar tissue, Mm -hmm. you're eventually going to get cirrhosis. And once you get cirrhosis, you're only a stone's throw away from liver cancer, and that's it for you. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people drink so much more than I realize. Like, I was listening to somebody talk about their advent calendar, and it's like each day is a little bottle of whiskey. I do that. Really? Every day? Those little bottles are like one drink's worth. They're the same as one beer. I know, but like having a drink drink every day. I mean, I probably get sick after a week of it, but I'd still do it until I I got sick. I would, I mean, I, 
understand the idea of like trying different whiskeys, but like having a drink a day for a month, it just sounds I like I couldn't do that. Barf. It's so yeah. funny because looking back, and I wouldn't say drunk, but I've only seen your mother intoxicated twice in my life. Yeah. And it was hilarious both times. Blash because Ruskins. <laughs> Blash Ruskins was one, mm-hmm. and she fell out of the passenger side of her car the other time. Oh, I'm going to a... <clears throat> I, we got invited to this holiday party, and everybody has to bring their own variation of white Russians. Oh, yeah. And I told mom, and she's like, be careful. I was oh, like, mom, I've lived my entire life hearing the Blast Rushkin story. I'm aware yeah, that really. they're strong. You know, that's I don't know, I don't know that I've ever had a white Russian or a black I, I mean, I've, I've tried other people's, but... I'm so afraid of them mm. <laughs> that I'm like, no, not for me. No, thank you. You just have to count them. You just say, you know, this is the number three. That's I should probably stop. Three, That's I feel like, would be too much. I, mean, I don't know. I feel well, like I need to have, like. Well, the thing about that kind of thing is that when you add sugar to alcohol, yes. for some reason, it affects you a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, but we're going bowling. It's a, oh, God. Why can't I think of the movie? The dude abides thing. Oh, big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. It's a big Lebowski party. Oh, so we're going, we're going bowling that. and we're having dinner and then we're going back to their house for a white Russian tasting and When's like that? Christmas thing next Sunday. Um, and yeah, everybody has to make their own version of a white Russian. And I'm like, I'm scared. <laughs> but I have, make, I have to make one. I'm making a peppermint white Russian. Do you know that story, Tim? What, what's that? The Blash Ruskin story. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Very quickly, Catherine and I had been living together for a couple of months at this uh, point. So I get home, and her car is in the garage, but I, I get in the house, and I cannot find her. I'm calling her name. She doesn't answer. I look in every room. No answer. Finally, I look down the hallway, and the guest bedroom bathroom door is closed. So I go down there, and I open the door. And there lying totally naked in the tub is my lovely wife of 21 years old. She's 21 years old at the time, so she had just started imbibing. And I said, honey, she goes, oh, I just don't feel good at all. I feel terrible. I said, well, what were you drinking? And there's a long pause. She goes, Blash Ruskins. (laughs) Blash Ruskins. Two times. Officer Dave says, the kids and I did the It's a Wonderful Life drinking game one time. What's that? That was all it took to be done with all that stuff. I don't know. (laughs) What's that? I've never heard of this. It must be when somebody does something or says something. The only drinking games I've ever played, I played with water. Because people played drinking games in college, and I would play them with water. Oh, yeah. So I never actually have drank during a drinking game. I've never done a drinking game before. Probably a good idea. No. Apparently, there's a whole lot of them. There's anytime someone says Bedford Falls. Sure. Anytime someone falls in the water. Is uh, there a lot of that? Apparently. I guess there's a lot of falling in water. I guess so. And it's a wonderful life. Anytime George Bailey cries. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure Officer Dave yeah. had a specific version. Yeah, that what he was did. your version? Any time a bell ring, an angel gets his wings, and you take a drink. Yeah, yeah drink. that's true. That's well, technically, you only Hear that drink one. like what twice? Then yeah, twice. I think yeah. two bells ring in the movie. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. oh okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's the the big bell because of his guardian angel gets yeah. his, gets the wings, and, and then, then the there's the, the little one with yeah. the girl. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of drinking games for like so many TV shows. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like. Any... God, we're watching Grey's Anatomy. Why? I don't know. 
But what a good drinking <laughs> really game for bad. that would oh, be it's so freaking bad. Anytime two people have sex for the first time. Oh gosh, drink, you'd be wasted. You'd be dead within the first three episodes. <laughs> the oh, that's not good. I've only watched one episode of Grey's Anatomy, and like I. There's there was a meme that went around a while ago, and it was like, imagine being the HR department at the oh, hospital God. at Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I. They can't literally even every character has had sex with every everybody. Other character. I watched one episode of Grey's Anatomy, and somebody was in the hospital because they had some sort of infection in their mouth because of oral sex, and I was oh like, well, God. I'm out. Jesus, <laughs> I was like, that's yeah, it. Right. Right. There is a good show buried underneath all that stuff. <laughs> we just started season five, <laughs> and there was. Um, Season five so far has been pretty decent. The first four seasons oh, were it's it's like yeah, soap opera where everyone's cheating on everyone else, and then sometimes there's medicine. But so far, <laughs> season five has been better about that. I don't know if it stays better, okay. but we'll see. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. Well, that's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price, upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rod. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant well How many one show that i highly recommend uh, season one and season two are two totally different seasons. So technically, you can watch season two of The White Lotus without having seen season one. But there is oh, there are two recurring Lotus. characters I've heard that from it's just season one. Messed up. Yeah. So you've seen it, Alex? No, I've have not seen it, but I've heard from multiple oh. people like it is messed up. Like oh, as you're watching it, you're the... kind of watching it through your hands because you're just like, this is weird. Is it the thing? Yeah, where yeah. Like... It is a bizarre show, but God, is it so incredibly well written, and it's 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 crazy. You have to see it. Is it the White thing where Lotus... they're like getting older or something? No, it's it's just about a bu a bunch of obnoxious rich people. Oh. 
that in Italy. Uh, go to th- this resort Hawaii. and basically, oh, you know, second season is Sicily. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, first in season the White Lotus Hawaii. is this oh, big resort, this beautiful resort in Maui. Second season's in Sicily. Well, what am I thinking and it's just of? Gorgeous. There's a movie maybe where they like wash up on a beach and then they get they age rapidly. Old. Old. Oh, yeah. I remember that. People, that was just like a it, year ago, I think. Yeah, that wasn't, and it didn't go over well. No, I remember people thinking it was really stupid. Really stupid. Well, I think the, the twist at the end was like really, really dumb or something. You know, it's that's that's your M Night Shyamalan for you. I mean, yeah. they give the yeah. guy, he had the big hit with the Sixth Sense, and Signs was good. Uh, but then he started going off the rails with the happening and uh, the, what's the one where they, they were in the forest and they were a community the Amish they made thing a, or whatever. Yeah. What, the, the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mean, yeah. And they were and it was the real world outside of them. I'm trying to yeah. remember what it was called. But anyway, he just went totally off the rails. He, it got so bad that he was directing Will Smith's movie After Earth. He was a gun for hire. It wasn't his idea, his movie or anything. Uh, the Village. And all of a sudden. The village. There you go. Yep. And then he did a small one that it was. It was like a found footage movie that got him back on track. And then he did uh, Split. Oh, did that was Split? really freaking good. Yeah. And, and then so it's like, okay, the guy's capable. We know it. And then all of a sudden he gets into this weird stuff again with old. Yeah. Where again the ending, it's like. Uh, what well, it seems know. to be what he does is he makes a few. He makes a good movie or two. And then he gets really full of himself. Then he makes a bunch of garbage. And then he's like, oh, I should make a good movie. And then he yep. makes a good movie. And then the cycle continues. But what I will say, though, on Apple TV Plus, he does a series called Servant, which is really, really good and creepy as all hell. Uh, so, you know, he's a hit and miss sort of guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got one coming up called Knock at the Cabin and uh, got some great people in it. Um and I don't know when it's coming out in theaters in a couple months or whatever. So we'll see. Hopefully he'll be that'll be a hit. You know, it, the, the thing is about these movies, the trailers all look great. It's like, oh, my God, I have to see this. And then you're into it and it's like, oh, Jesus sucks. You know, like old. Just come yeah. on, man. Yeah, that's too bad. I thought old was going to be good and it was terrible. Yeah, just. I uh, think it depends on a lot of his movies. You have to like kind of. Pretend that the last ten minutes didn't happen, <laughs> and then they're yeah, good. There you go. It's like that's you know. a good point because that's where all the, the the big twists come, the big reveals, and they either work or they don't work. Yeah, or and if they don't work, way it to, ruins the movie. Yeah, sometimes they're way out there, mm-hmm. and it's yeah that kind of does ruin it. But it's kind of like the opposite of what was the bird box where they can't look at the ghosts or they die. Oh, wasn't that bird box? Yeah. That was Sandra Bullock? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie, it just ended with no explanation at all. That was... And I didn't like that, because it no. was just like... The movie itself was good. What the hell was, was the good, point of all of but this? But yeah, the ending, I was like, why did we just go through Yeah, we never, under, we never know what a, the ghosts are. We never know what they do to people. None of it's ever explained, so it just kind of feels like hollow. But then you got M. Night Shyamalan doing the opposite, where he would, like, say that the ghosts are, you know aliens who are projecting images into your mind using alien technology or whatever and that would be dumb so it's like you kind of have to i don't know if you're if you're writing a premise that's requires a lot of suspension of disbelief then you really have to back it up with a good explanation or else it just doesn't work yeah that makes sense well timmy is that everything 
That's it. Uh, I have a couple of reviews on Thursday. One of them is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Oh, is it good? Pinocchio. I hope it's good. It's yeah, it's great. Good. Um, oh, yeah. But it, it's actually been in the theaters for a couple of weeks. But I waited till you know it's opening. It's opening. It's premiering on Netflix on Friday. So the time is right because this is going to be. Uh, you know, for sure, a lock for best animated feature, but maybe even more. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff, but what I love about it is stop motion animation. So I'll have that and other stuff on the queue on Thursday. We will look forward to talking to them, my friend, my friend. All righty. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Great week. And Tommy, we'll talk Thursday. Thank you very much. Thanks, Timmy. Yeah. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have Kristen Burr with us in just a couple of minutes. Looking she forward. is already. <clears throat> She's ready already? Uh-huh. You're out, you're here in a timely manner. I'm always here in a timely manner. I know you are, but Tim never is. That's why I was trying to get that oh. in before he hung up. <laughs> so wait, Tim mentioned Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't there also another Pinocchio remake coming no, out? No, it's this? the same one. It's like a Disney one. No, there's like Disney. another one. I swear to God. It's what's his face in it? Tom Hanks. Uh, no, the Guillermo del Toro's is stop motion. Oh, that is different then. Yeah, because so there, there's, there's a, a live Tom, action one too. There's a Tom Hanks Disney one. Why are they making two Pinocchios in one See? year? That's weird. Hmm. Pinocchio. Because I was excited. Pine I, eye. Pine that's eye. a lot of Pinocchio. That's a lot of that Pinocchio. That is a lot of Pinocchio. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I need to see that much Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. I was say, after such a long stretch of that's no nice. Pinocchio. You go to the Wikipedia article, suddenly... yes. Pinocchio 2022 animated film. Not to be confused with Pinocchio 2022 live action film. Okay, great. There you go. So there, there are, are yep, two. two. I was going to say, wait, Guillermo del Toro didn't do the Disney one, did no. Uh, no, he, yeah, he that's did a Netflix. different one. And okay. I believe, I'm, I think if I'm getting this straight, and you know, just coming off of Tim too, because I heard him talk about it, the um, Guillermo del Toro one is supposed to be fabulous, and the Tom Hanks one is supposed to be eh. I hear the Tom Hanks one is kind of not That's great. a bummer. Yeah, he doesn't so. make a lot of good movies, does he? Not anymore. <clears throat> his his new movies are. Excuse me for constantly clearing my throat, but I can't talk because this cold is just won't go away. Oh my gosh, are you feeling better? I feel better, yeah, but I still sound like I'm dying. Dying. Okay. Great. I've been Did sick for two COVID? weeks. I did have COVID. Yeah, I had a cold well, he and had I had a, COVID. He had a doctor say that he had COVID. He tested negative for it, but then he was like, it sounds like you had COVID. I tested but, negative at home multiple times, and then I went in, and they tested me, and I tested positive. And so, under you know, my, I don't believe those at-home tests. No. You sound like you had COVID. I only, you know, when I had COVID back in May, it, it sounds very similar to mine where it's uh, it's very, it, like, sticks in your throat, and you sound like horse and Yes, that's what's happy. happening to me. See, I didn't have yeah. that experience with COVID whatsoever. <clears throat> oh, you didn't? I had no respiratory cold anything. Oh, for me, it was mine was much it was, more It was a flu. bad headache for me. Okay, mine was it's much more, like, body so individual. aches. It's yeah. crazy. That's it the really thing, is. like, saying somebody had, it's like, you definitely had COVID by symptoms, I feel like that's just not possible. Because for somebody, because everybody else is just so different. Yeah. A lot of people so are different. very My different. husband was completely different. He wound up with post-COVID bronchitis that took forever Ugh. to go away. I, I have, hope that's not what I, I have. I've been bron- sick for two weeks. No, you if you had bronchitis, bronchitis, you'd be hacking up a lung yeah. left and right. I had bronchitis had, three years ago, and it was, yeah. I've had bronchitis it's like miserable. four yeah. years. You had a mild case of COVID that turned into bronchitis, where I had a miserable case of COVID that once it cleared up, it was okay. I was yeah. fine. It's interesting how the human body works. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So, Kristen, I need to ask you a question. 
Because yes. Catherine and I sit down, you know, we got our own lives, and we don't see a lot of each other during the day unless she's on the podcast. She's, she's now sick as well, so she's at home. But, Are you a super spreader? Yes, it's my fault. Probably. Count on Kristen Burt to blame Uncle Tommy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but um, so we've been watching some other, some different television, a lot of great television out there. Tulsa King's wonderful, and a lot of great stuff. Um, does 1899 get better? The year? <laughs> no, it's a show called 1899. It's about a ship tracking down another ship, and it's very dark, and everybody whispers. Okay, that I is hate that so, much. Thing so many things. I really like, hate I, that. I tried to watch Peaky Blinders. Can't, I can't do I can't it. see anything. You I'm can't like, see anything. I can't tell I what's happening. Well, it's like, remember when the, um, the Batman movies in the 90s yeah. came out? So dark. On those old CRT monitors that we all had, you literally could not see anything. Yeah. It's crazy when they do that. stylistic choices. They even do it. This is crazy, too. It's it's such a lighting thing. They do it oftentimes on the dance competition shows. Like dance oh, yeah. Stars. Lighting is so dark, and I'm like, are you just trying to hide the bad footwork? But um, <laughs> It does seem like it sometimes. Yeah. To me, it's so weird because they think it looks like a rock concert, and I get it. These lighting designers, they, you know, they go on to win Emmys because it, it's beautiful lighting, but it's terrible for a dance show because you're like, I'm trying to see what they're doing. Yeah. And you can't yes. see anything. And same thing happens in movies, and then you get the sound thing because it's a stylistic choice to be like, like whisper for dramatic effects and i'm like why is my tv on volume 80 and i my (laughs) (laughs) i'm fighting through it right now kristen honest god i think i would like 1899 if i could see or hear them hello hello yeah i know i'm very serious if i could see see them or hear them i think i'd like the show but i can't either see them or nor hear them or, yeah, or it's like, why do I have to put on the closed captioning like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. And, I, you know, I'm, if I want to watch a foreign film, I'll watch a foreign film. But I shouldn't be here in the U.S. trying to figure out what everyone's saying. Cause I, and everyone's just whispering for dramatic effect. Well, a lot of people um, are just defaulting to having subtitles on all the time now. Are they really? Because every, every movie does that. So they just put I subtitles on. I hate that. Yeah, and you'll oh, see I... a lot of think pieces from like TV and movie outlets and stuff like that talking about it, just saying people are fed up. Um, and especially where we're watching so much of our entertainment at home, too, it you know really affects like, literally, should you, if you're living in an apartment building, should your neighbors down the hall be hearing exactly what you're playing yeah. on your television? No. <laughs> no, I know. It's just a situation where I think. So, is there a word on 1899? Do you know anything about it? Does it does it is it good? Because the first couple of episodes have been have been okay, not been great, but does it get better? Do you know? See, my I don't know. I'm I'm not that far ahead in it. But my thought is, I usually give it about three episodes, yep. and if I yep. am struggling, I I just cut out. I'm like, it's not worth my time to sit here and hope that it gets better there's very every once in a while someone will be like just make it past episode four they needed the exposition in order for you to like get into the story and if someone tells me that yes but otherwise i mm -mm, out i know i just i because Catherine, i think is okay with it she doesn't really like it she's okay with it and i'm kind of just beneath okay with it because it's so annoying because you can't see or hear anything Right. And the other thing is, too, there's too much else that's going on in television that's really good in oh, quality yeah. that you could be spending your time on or catching up on 
So I just say, you know, if you can't make it through, you know, episode three and you're, you're struggling, episode four maybe, just cut out. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a whirl. And I just, as you said, television, my God, there's so much good stuff on television. Well, we're talking about Hilarmo del Toro. I'm trying to think of the name of his new show. It's really good. It's like a 12-part series, I think, something like that. Uh, he's got a new TV show, though, that's The Curiosity or... Oh. What's it called? Yeah. Let's see here. It's really good. I think it's just called Curiosity. It's a TV show? It's a TV show, yeah. Let's see. And I can't remember what channel it's even on, but I really... Cabinet of Curiosity. Cabinet of Curiosity. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. There you go. It's actually really good. I'm trying to keep up with all of them, too. That's the other thing. I know. There's so (laughs) many. And I, I need to start... I've just started, I just started like a list, but I need to like make sure I'm really adding like, okay, I'm up to season three on this one. Make sure you come, when it comes back around, because you're waiting a year for yeah. each season, uh, that I come back around to watch it again. Because sometimes I'm like, I have completely missed out. And now two seasons have gone by, so. Indeed. So what are you, what are you really liking right now, Kristen? Well, I just, uh, let me tell you, I just got back um, late last night from New York City. Oh, here I we went. go. I know, I know. I'm tired, too. <laughs> I was a whirlwind, 36-hour adventure. Um, I went to the opening night of A Beautiful Noise on Broadway, which is the Neil Diamond musical. Oh, oh that'd be good. Yeah, yeah and a lot, I, a lot of people probably saw it. There was a viral video that went around yesterday. Neil sang. He was at the show. Um, you know, he has Parkinson's disease. He's retired from touring. I think it's been about four years now. But at Curtain Call, he stood up in the balcony seat, grabbed a microphone, and sang, a, you know, pro- I would probably say about... A minute's worth of Sweet Caroline, and it was pretty epic. It was pretty amazing. I understand. Did I ever tell you my Neil Diamond story? I have a great Neil Diamond story. So back in the 70s, early 80s, I worked at Capitol Records, right? I was in charge of the central United States for promotion and, you know, the whole shooting match. So Neil Diamond was on Columbia Records, but he recorded the jazz singer on Capitol Records. The, uh, The soundtrack for the jazz singer, the movie he did, you remember that? Yes. It was a long time ago, but so Neil is, uh, he gives me a call one day and wants to thank me for the hard work I did. And he said, it's selling really, really well in the central United States. And I want you to know how much I appreciate that. But I, I also must tell you, I have a bit of bad news. And I said, oh, what's that, Neil? And he goes, well, I'm sorry, but I won't be able to, to get together with you this Christmas. And I'm like, What? As opposed to most years. Usually. As opposed to most years when I hang out with Neil Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, He told me he was sorry he wouldn't be able to come to my house for Christmas. Mm. Like, what? But it was very sweet of him, don't you think? Did you say, like, oh, that's okay, Neil? You know what I actually told him? I said, oh, that's okay. Johnny Mathis is coming over. Yeah, we got him this year. (laughs) (laughs) Chances are. Chances are. Uh, No, uh, really nice man. He's a really nice, yeah, he's a nice man. Um, his story, I, I think, too, um, and now I want to dive into it a little bit more, because he had a pretty dramatic, like, marital, like a lot of affairs and marriages and things like that that the Broadway show touched upon, and, and uh, a lot of it now relates to his lyrics, and I was like, oh, so when I was listening to my dad um, play Neil Diamond on 8-Track, and I'm singing all these oh, angsty God. songs, it's all about, like, him, like, marrying his high school sweetheart and then having an affair with her, uh, with his second wife and then married her to 25 years and having more affairs. It's really, <laughs> I'm like, oh, these all take on a totally different meaning than what I thought. 
Yeah, that's a little odd. I, you know, I've never understood that. Why you would want to marry somebody and then go out and have tons of affairs? Why would you want to do that? I think that the road, just knowing enough about, and, and this happens in Hollywood, yeah, too, with acting, yeah. everyone's away for three, four months at a time. And it's, I think everything is really fun and romantic when you're newlyweds and you don't have kids and you're all, you're both traveling together. So you're having a blast yeah. and then you decide to start a family and then the world tour comes up again and the kids are in school and you can't pull them out. Yeah. Right. That's when it gets really tricky. That's what I've decided after, like, writing all these stories and interviewing people and everything else. That's when – and then the kids never see their dad or their mom or whomever's on the road. And then, of course, they're carrying on a rock star life. And back home, they're missing their parent. But at the same time, no one's connecting because they're living a totally different life than what's happening out on the road. Yeah, I'm not saying you're that right. No, you're right. Are, there's no excuse for an affair, but that's what's happening, I think. You're right about that. That is a big part of it but because it is – Three, four, five months at a time. It's it's true. Yeah, and and can be longer sometimes. And yeah, it's alluded to in the show too, where they just talk about his. Sometimes his tours were so successful because this is a guy who was playing three-hour concerts. You know, he's not a guy that's out there for an hour, plays a few songs, and leaves. Like he's like Bruce Springsteen gives a concert, and he would be doing so well that they'd be like, okay, great. Let's add on another leg. Okay. We'll do an Asian leg of the tour. Okay. Now we're going to go to Europe. Okay. Now we'll do the North American tour. And then they're just all of a sudden 18 months have passed by. You know, I got to tell you something. I could finally say this after 36 and a half years. Okay. You ready? <clears throat> Cause I'm not going to work at a music station ever again. So it doesn't matter. I've never understood the attraction of Bruce Springsteen. I don't get it. I, could not agree more. Yeah. Wait, wait. His looks or his music? His in general. music. I just don't get Bruce it. Springsteen. He cannot sing a note, yeah. which bothers me. I don't. I feel like for me, um, born in the USA was definitely like a thing. I mean, yeah. born in the USA. <laughs> Why was I mean, that good? But it was, remember, it was in the era of MTV and music yeah, videos. Yeah, it was. Yeah, for something to draw you in. But, it's but bad. his music earlier, never gotten into, and his music after, not not gotten into. You know what's funny about that is I really liked Born to Run, his first hit. I thought that was a great song. But after that, I was like, whoa, this is not Born to Run, is it? And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life 
is expensive enough. I don't know. It's not that I think he's horrible. He's just not. I like really good singers. You know, we were just talking about some good singers there. Yeah, you like Bob Dylan, though. But I do like Bob Dylan. You're right. He is not a singer. No, he's not. But the difference between Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen is. It's like Bob Dylan doesn't try. He just, he's bad and and he he knows it. He's such a persona and he changed music in his own way. Whereas Bruce Springsteen is like, here's this dude that can't sing and he's like running around. He works his ass off. I will never take that away from him. He is a very hardworking man. And another one who gives, I mean, for fans of Bruce Springsteen, they're getting a concert. They're not getting someone who's phoning it in. Right. They're getting right. someone that's yeah. delivering that's a performance. That's true. Yeah. I appreciate, you know. Yeah. He's 23rd in Rolling Stone's Greatest Artists of All Time. There you go. Who's number one? Let's see. The Beatles? It's going to be The Beatles or, yeah, someone like <laughs> the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Uh, it is... The Beatles. Hey. There you go. What a shot. Bob Dylan's number five. two. I was say, who's, who's top five? Who's Elvis number, Presley. Who's number two? Bob Dylan. Dylan is, really? Um, yeah. After we Elvis Presley, Beatles, Rolling Dylan. Stones, and Chuck Berry. Boy, it's tough to beat Jimmy the Jimi Hendrix. Five. None of these make... None of these are any surprise yeah. at all. No, they're not. Yeah. Little not Richard, Aretha Little Franklin, Ray Charles. My favorite thing that Little Richard ever did when he goes on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and Don Rickles would come on and ridicule him, he for about 10 years referred to him, to his face, as Don Wrinkle. (laughs) 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 What you talk about, Don Wrinkle? (laughs) See, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. I really do. You know, Beatles, you cannot top the Beatles. I don't know if they'll ever be top. They were magnificent. They really were. God, what a great band. So was Rachel born blind? Yes, I think so. You want to talk about a a great singer. Oh, jeez. He did not have a great singing voice, but he used it beautifully. He did. God, he was good. He He was was so good. Uh, born to lose, things like that. Oh, my God, I remember one time, this is a true story, when I was like 17 years old, my father came to visit us. I was 16 because he wasn't long gone by then. But he came back to visit, and I didn't know he was there, and I was in my room playing Born to Lose, and apparently he got really upset because he thought I was playing Born to Lose aimed at him. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't appreciate it. I was like, no, that's not what I was doing. But such is life. Do you have a favorite all-time singer? That's a good question. I, you know, I'm not someone that's like goes crazy over music because I'm like I'm more of a musical theater kid versus. But I feel like during my my like favorite era, it was all like the MTV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Back yeah. in the 80s and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. like now, I'll hear a song and I'm like, I get so nostalgic for it. I'm like, oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, I understand completely. No question about it. I, but I, you know. I'm so happy that in life we have theater and we have the movies and we have music. And I, my God, you imagine what life would be like without entertainment. It would be horrible. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I certainly after the pandemic, I appreciate it more. Like even just the other night being yeah. in a theater with, you know, a sold out audience, everyone screaming and cheering, like not having that for a couple of years. It makes me emotional because there I'm someone who did grow up in the theater, just that, that yeah. live yeah. aspect and the cheering, the excitement. I'm like, that was like a top three bucket list moment for me when Neil Diamond, and even though, again, not like my favorite singer or anything, but I'm like, I will never forget that and what that felt like. No, you're absolutely right. The first time I ever walked into the old Guthrie Theater, the old one, not, not where it is now, 
I walked in the old Guthrie Theater. I was just amazed sitting there watching a play as a very young child. Uh, that just fascinated me that these people were on stage and they were putting on this this live action movie kind of it appeared to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a thought I had uh, earlier, like a month ago or so. If you think about it, for most of human history, most of the population probably never heard music. Probably not. I mean, imagine you're a, you're a rural peasant in like you know the sixth century. When are you going to ever hear music? You're not, because you can't afford an instrument. You know, an, an instrument would be a massive luxury. Uh, the only place anybody would be playing music would be like in the city. So you don't really go into the city. So a lot of people probably never heard music at all in their lives. Hmm. It's a strange, strange thing to think about, not like... Yeah, ever hearing music. Yeah. So, I guess like the only things that they could hear were people singing like folk songs. But... But no instruments. But if you didn't hear singing, would you know what singing even was? Would you, would you try to sing? I don't think so. Because you probably wouldn't know what you could even do that. Yeah, if you were like 100% isolated from music, including yeah. any singing or whistling yeah. or anything, I don't think people would just like yeah, spontaneously start. I think so, because you think about all of the, you know, like traditional <clears throat> music that people came up with since the beginning of time. Yeah, I mean, someone had to write the first song. Well, I mean... They did. You know, like all the rituals that all, so many different cultures and stuff had. Yeah. There was a lot of music and singing or I'm, chanting or, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm guessing probably the very first music in humanity probably came from birds. Because those yeah, are like true. the only natural oh, thing yeah. that makes yeah. music. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a good observation there. There you go. All right, Kristen, anything else I should be going to the movies to see? I, I, everybody keeps telling me I should go see Violent Night. Violent Night. Well, I think it's right good. up your alley. Aren't you still, are you still in your horror kick or are you not? God, I haven't been a horror film in a long time because they've been so bad lately. Well, you've watched them at home. At home. Mm -hmm. Horror or just thrillers? Have I... we watched horror? Um. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Whatever that you know, was. She's hyperventilating. That one movie. Oh, you know. my gosh. What was that called? It was horrible. What were they doing? Horrifying. The, what were they doing? In a good way the or a bad way? The basement one. Oh, that Ugh. was I didn't mean to that, that no, be the horror The film. trailer was basement very misleading. One? It was really? called. I can't remember. It was. Oh, jeez. The trailer looked really Explain what happened in the movie. It was an Airbnb. A woman comes to an Airbnb, and there's already uh, a guy there. And they're, they both show each other, like, this is my reservation, so this is Barbarian? legit. Barbarian. Barbarian. Horrible. Oh, Never watch. Horrible. Horrendous. Horrifying. I'm traumatized. Barbarian. The, you no. look at the movie trailer, it looks really good. It does. And it only shows, like, the first half of the movie, and then there's an entirely separate second half that is absolutely traumatizing. <laughs> You're mm. right. It's like, whoa. No, thank you. I oh. think I watch too much true crime now, but oh, I can't watch the horror movies. And, yeah. and the thought of like, oh my gosh, I rented an Airbnb and then something terrible happens. Well, it's a, it was double booked. Yes. So a man and a woman got double booked in the Airbnb. Yeah. And then they yeah. stayed. They both stayed. 
Yes. Which but is just insane. I don't know what should I, it ever It has happened that. before, though. I've seen it on TikTok where people get double booked on Airbnb. Really? Because somebody b- booked it on HomeAway and the other person yeah. booked it on yeah, Airbnb. It's on Verbo. Yeah, I was going to say it's on Verbo and then uh, Airbnb and then they both wind up there. Melissa and I watched some movie where they were in Italy and there was a double booked Airbnb, but it was a rom com. So I was going to say, yeah. in the no death love. basements See, in that one. I will say, spoiler alert: if you're ever going to watch this horrible movie, don't do it. Wouldn't recommend zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your ears. But the double booking thing had nothing to do with any of the nothing to do oh, with no. anything of the horrifying stuff that oh, happened. It nothing had to do nothing with it whatsoever. With it. Yeah, that's so random. Mm-hmm. Oh. You would think like that would be the premise, well, or like at least yeah. the beginning well, well, here's, of the horror. Yeah, here's the thing: you spend the first half of the movie being like. Because it's a woman and a man, and you're like, don't go in there with this guy. Like, he can't, but you can't stay in this room with this person. Then they go in the basement, and you're like, don't go in the basement when he's in there. He's just going to attack you. And <laughs> so it. Like the adds, entire movie's just a bait and switch trying to make you think the guy's evil, but then kind, it's not. Yeah, kind of. And so that it does. It's a missed opportunity from a writing perspective. It does honestly. add a little bit of like interest to it that it was like, if it followed that storyline, I think it would have been a good movie, but it takes a real sharp turn into a horrifying mm. awful no thank you no barbarian it's it, it's terrible it's a terrible movie it wasn't poorly done it just was really traumatizing i'm just gonna read the spoiler and see if i agree don't mean to tell oh, you spoiler well, yeah, we'll do I, don't more know if, I don't know how many of our listeners really i'll do care. more spoilers just give them a warning like if you don't want to hear the spoiler alert again now's the time to yeah. for a second cover your ears so what ends up happening is the guy will you look up who the guy is in the movie the not the airbnb guy but the main guy uh, justin long justin long yes yeah he's not even oh. in the trailer and he's the main no. character of the movie he's not even in the trailer that's yeah that just weird. goes to show how well, off this trailer he's is. like probably the most well-known right in that yes film. absolutely i've never he's heard the, of any of these the other people only Actor you've heard of in this entire movie. Anyway, so it turns out that he owns the Airbnb. He did, he, again, spoiler, ended up raping a woman on, he was an actor and he raped a woman that he was on a pilot with and he got removed from the pilot because of this. And he's like, well, I got to go sell my properties. And the property, the Airbnb is in a hellhole of a neighborhood in Detroit. Everything is ripped to shreds. And then there's this one really nice house. And it's like, who would stay in this house in the first place? Yeah, it's suspicious. Yes. It's like, does the devil run this place? Truly. That's what it looks like. It and does. then he goes into the house after you find out that the two people in the Airbnb both go in the basement and both get snatched up by this creature. Hmm. Okay. And so then he goes and then he ends up discovering the creature. And it's then the woman from before, the guy died. The woman is in a hole, and this creature is a, she's a woman, but woman a creature, creature woman, and she's trying to like bottle feed the Airbnb woman, and she's like, she just wants you to be her baby. Mm. And she lives underground in this crazy long tunnel, and then this guy that lives in the neighborhood was like, she's not even the scariest thing down there. And it turns out that there was a guy that lived in the house in, like, the 50s. Yes. And he would abduct women constantly and torture them. And he had, like, cages and stuff. And he was down the hall even further, just rotting away with all these videos of all this torture that he did to all these women. And the 
scary monster woman was <laughs> scary was the product woman. of him abducting a woman, having babies with this woman, and then having babies with his babies. Mm. So it's like so much incest that this woman became like this barbaric thing that lived underground. Well, okay then. And she's like, <laughs> me- she's mega strong. She just like rips an arm off of a guy and beats him to death with it. It's a horrible. I'm sweating talking about this movie. It's terrible. It's the worst. It really is. Don't so, watch it. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. So rush right out. Don't yeah, rush right out and watch it. <laughs> Don't watch it. I believe Justin Long has actually turned into kind of he does a lot of horror movies now. That's kind of where his career has. Yeah, because I just saw him in something else that was a horror movie like a year or so ago. What I feel you, like. We were gonna watch a different one. What was that one called? Oh, Smile. Is Smile, Smile any good? Do you know, Kristen? Is the movie Smile any good? No. I'm like, I'm not on the movie beat anymore, so it's like oh, my movie know. knowledge is like... No one's watching movies anymore. They no, really it's are not. not. I mean, well, they take me off. I, I, I basically cover like entertainment, like trending entertainment now and TV just because there's less focus. There's less need for reporters on movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But why on i mean tv has gotten so good it's unbelievable and the movies are just not very good anymore what happened kristen well you know what's so funny it was happening we already saw the trends before the pandemic of like studios being hyper focused on franchises marvel's probably a great example of this star wars is another one and then we also then wound up with a pandemic where the theaters were shut down so what do you do? I mean, it was easier for the streamers to focus in on their TV. It's easier to produce. It's less expensive. And, you know, we're not doing TV of 26 episodes, 32 episodes anymore. You're doing 8, 9, 10. So actors, high-profile actors can do two or three series a year if they want to, spend less time away from home. Like, there's so many different trends that and that wound up playing into all of this. And I think we've talked about it here before. I really do think that going to the movies is not going to become like, Oh, a weekly thing for a family. Yeah. It's going to become an event. Yep. And you're going to spend mm-hmm. money. Cause you're like, well, this is great. The new Marvel movies out. We're super excited to see the next Ant-Man or whatever it is. And you'll go and spend the money, but everything else that comes out, those smaller indies, the comedies, the rom-coms, you watch at home from your, the comfort of your couch. Yep. I think you're absolutely right about that. It's just, but I love to go to the movie and sit in a movie theater as long as they make people shut their phones off and not talk during the movie. That's gotten really bad now. And I, I think it's really hurting. I never ever see that. <clears throat> Andy you and, and I went to a movie in Florida. The people next to yeah, us. Yeah, you and mom run into it all the time. All the time. I've never seen it. I think it depends on the movie. Yeah, probably. Because that I was guess. Jumanji. That was Jumanji. There. I saw Jumanji. Hmm. Loved it. All oh, these women. We Andy and I bought the expensive seats, the ones that move with the movie. What? Oh yeah, down at the theater down in Florida. That yeah. exists. Oh yeah. That feels like so 1967. It does, doesn't what? it? That's but amazing. All of a sudden, these young women decided that they were going to sit in those chairs they didn't even pay for, and then they mm-hmm. sat on their phones and talked the whole time. Fantastic! How fun! It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Yikes. I like the the Faraday cage. There's a place called the what was it called the Alamo here in in uh, I think it was in Woodbury or something like that that you literally could not bring a phone into the theater with you, which I thought was a great idea. Well, you should do like they do for comedy shows. They should do the yonder pouches. 
Yeah, there you go. I like it. That works for and me. It, I mean, I'm sure a lot of parents, though, would say, what if we need to, re- the babysitter needs to reach you? I think that that's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or well, we maybe you have it. select screenings that are cell phone free and you do utilize the yonder pouches. Maybe that's the best way to do it. Well, that's like, because I know. Because at press screenings, there's a lot of times we're seeing movies ahead of the public and they will collect our phones and put them in yonder pouches and we get them back at the end. Yep, there you go. I know, like, the Guthrie has a section of, you know, this. What? If you, you can see my hand, hand motion. Around? She's, she's <laughs> waving her hand around. Of the, of the theater. Yeah. A section of the theater where it's like, this is the cell phone area. If you're going to sit on your phone, you sit over here. Oh, Everybody really? else. Why can't you just stay off your phone? Don't. I, it it's seems an like addiction. people can't. It is an addiction, absolutely. sucks. Wild. All right, that's going to do it, sister. Another great show. Well, I'm glad you're back. I hope your recovery continues moving uh, forward. Me too. Me too. I'd like to feel a lot better. It's been two weeks now. That's enough. Yeah. We'll Don't ta- be a super spreader. I hope Catherine feels better too. Well, yeah. Well, hopefully Catherine will be in next week. That would be great. All right? All right. Thank Sounds you, my good. dear. Have a good day. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.